Um, hey guys, welcome back to another episode. It's Pure, your host, and this is Pure Rambles, the podcast. Today, as always, I have another guest. This is Dan. I went to school with Dan, but we didn't know each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hi, welcome. Well, how are things? Um, oh, he has a podcast as well. What is it called? Ballin' the Kill Buzz. It's a very weird name. Um, Can you spell it? Yeah, I might actually spell it. Do I speak into this? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's B-A-L-L-I-N-A and then kill and then buzz is the next word. I probably should have made a shorter title now, to be honest. I was thinking about it. But that is, yeah, that's the name of it. It's a nice title. Thanks. They have to get it. You guys put in the effort. Go find that podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, you have a lot of guests on. A lot of different types of people. Yeah. Like, I'm always so confused. I'm like, God, oh, this title is so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> like, who yeah. is on today? But, um, yeah, so he has a podcast. One of the very few people I know in, I want to say in Ireland. Definitely Kildare, I know. Definitely Kildare. Definitely our school. So it's just like, I don't know. I think that's amazing. Like, how how did you, like, think to do that, knowing that not a lot of people would? I don't know. Like, growing up, I always kind of liked attention. That was... kind of a small reason I try to hide that a bit but like it was attention was a big thing that I kind of liked people talking about me like whether it was yeah. good or bad like I I, I, I just love people thinking like I did something well or whatever even like when I play sport I'm like yeah. geez I really want to hear what someone taught me if it was bad yeah. or good at least they're talking about me and uh, I remember just thought of the idea like I don't really know where I thought of it but I remember just the buzz of it just thinking yeah. like, Fuck, even if this goes bad like would I not just try it and think like this would be so much fucking fun oh and my God. Uh, that was all I, I literally it was like an evening in January and this is when we were on the what's it called we were in lockdown like mm-hmm. i was just so boring like i was just you get up at like nine do your yeah. school and it was fucking depressing yeah. i was just like right i'm just gonna do this if it falls on its arse i'm like fair enough i'll just try and uh since then uh we've had a few slip-ups and stuff getting reported by and like to the principal reported? oh yeah we got really? report, we got reported to the principal For Prin- what? we called a certain i'm not gonna name her because that's obviously how we got reported the last time we mm-hmm. called a certain tea we didn't call her out in bad like we just we just named her and then mm-hmm. we like just slagged her a bit but like that was like she thought it was funny and then like yeah. the principal on monday morning because i was i was at home with i had COVID, like yeah and then my mom comes up to my room and she's like what the fuck did you say on that podcast like, <laughs> like the principal was on was on the was that was on a call with me yeah. she said you have to take that down like that's that's Are offensive and i was like i shot myself I was like, what i was like i genuinely <laughs> didn't i was like i'm really sorry i like i was like shit. i was thinking i was like did i say something really yeah. bad i was just praying i didn't say anything but i look back it was just the fact we named her okay but at the time like i shot myself but it's kind of funny now so yeah what the hell not you yeah. getting in trouble <laughs> oh yeah but i love that in a way i love that because i love getting attention i still do okay, like okay so you That's... know mm, the fact that okay to be fair you've been in the school longer so people actually knew who you were and who you were talking about yeah. and it was like oh but you know the person who did it no I, I, it's funny i was actually trying to find them for like a good like because this was like they reported me in like february we'll say mm-hmm. and i was trying to find them for the, the last three four months of school and never found them but it's good you never i'm convinced them. it's one of the teachers though because there was one of the teachers that i foolishly told the podcast I told them about it, like yeah, okay. I feel like they did it, but I'm so not you gonna... feel like they listened to it and then they were like, yeah, didn't like the, what they heard or, so yeah, it, well, I wasn't slagging them though, but the person, the teacher I actually slagged thought it was funny, that is which funny. annoys me, like it's fair enough if they reported it, but like yeah, so that's that's. But also, this was done out of school, like the, this could have been any person. Yeah, that's true. Like you could have just been like, hey, there's many miss this person, there's many this person, 
like it doesn't have to be about this specific person yeah you know yeah like well, how that's... many dance exist in the world yeah they probably just knew because i was the only one with like a country accent in the school they were like yeah that's true that's 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 fucking this is damn definitely right. about this person yeah yeah oh so. that's crazy um but just even in starting the podcast so the idea is there i get it everyone wants to do something but like the fact that you actually did it is what amazes me because i know like i would have posted a lot of stuff whether people would have seen the controversial or being like i'm just doing too much yeah, at yeah. school people at school i can't say they didn't like it because i really don't know people's perceptions mm. but i know a lot of people talked about it but like i don't like hmm, i like attention i like being seen but yeah. i don't want to be spoken about or rather i don't want to know i'm being spoken about yeah i get you because when I know I'm just like, I'm getting anxious and I'm just like, what are they saying? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So I try to avoid knowing what people are saying at all costs. But like the people who would have like watched my stuff would have never actually done anything for themselves, whether it's out of shyness or what. So I would have generally thought that people in Kildare are just maybe shy or are not like open to being heard on a public scale because they yeah. speak. You, me and you speaking without this this mic, we would be just speaking and be fine. But mm. the moment I'm like, oh, let's have a mic on, people are like, nah, nah, nah. So that's how I'm just like, how did you find the courage to actually take the step? It's a good question. It it, it does take courage, yeah. Any anything you want to do that's like out with you and you say about Kildare, I think it's an Irish thing that like in America, like you see, I was I don't I don't know where you're in America, but like a lot of other countries, there are a lot more kind of like oh yeah try this and yeah. you know take a chance and do something different mm -hmm. in ireland we are like as a country we're kind of like no just stay in your little lane and just don't mm -hmm. fucking do anything too mad like so i kind of i don't know there was always like there's one side of my family is like very kind of like like tries to be very like wavy and very cool and mm -hmm. like there's another side of them is kind of like just very like typical like agriculture like yeah. grew up on a farm and just like does just just leave everyone alone just mind your own business and yeah. they'll, they'll won't, they won't annoy you like yeah so i always just thought like you kind of just there's a point like in your life you have to just get sick of being like everyone else and you just say right i'm just going to fucking do this and like you do get slagged for it like because if you try to like anyone who tries to talk about themselves in ireland is going to get slagged i don't yeah. know about any other country but like yeah. i just said look fuck it, it but it, as you say it does take courage yeah. like to do it because it was scary at start like. yeah and i'd say more courage for you because like i said i would have done it but i would have come from a different country so i wouldn't have known the norms of here and i would have just been doing me anyways mm. whereas for you it's like you know this culture, you know how things are run, but you still said, fuck this. So, yeah, that's amazing. Thanks. That is amazing. Well done to you. And for how long has the podcast been going now? Uh, it's two years in January. Wow. Which is mad. Doesn't, that is crazy. Doesn't feel like two that's years. Because that's in two months. <laughs> yeah, that's two months. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. You know? it's, an, it's a nice feeling like to think yeah. that you've actually like, I, that I didn't give up because so many times I was sitting there and was like, people like were slagging it or whatever and they got like mm. no listens like there was literally one episode got like zero listens yeah and it's just like you're sitting there and you're like what the fuck is the point of this like and you just yeah. feel shy about it and i was like right i'll just keep going i just never that's what i like is like i just didn't just I, kept going yeah. yeah i could have given up like and, yeah. and you're same as yourself you never gave up but and it's there's always points you know yourself there's times you could give up but you're like no nah, just keep yeah. going that's what that's the kind of people i like talking yeah. to you know no you you definitely like i said you definitely did, did it better than me by continuing because I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, oh, no, I'm just, I'm done. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I just can't do this. It's too much work. It's, I can't stand. And the thing is with podcasts is you can't take anything back. 
it's yeah. it's the type of thing where you say it once and it's gone it's out there and and the reason you can't take it back is because it's a conversation yeah, you know yeah. so it's just like what part of the conversation are you taking out like if we were having a general conversation you wouldn't take anything out it's just kind of like if you make a mistake you make a mistake but with this one people can't hold you accountable yeah. and they're like, you said this and you're like where when did i say that then they're like mm, screen record this is what you said yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just like it's it's it is very nerve-wracking um and you who especially ex- like experience people slagging um i don't know i don't know how you do that i don't think anyone's come up to me and been like don't do this or like just talk shit about me to my face or anything yeah we'll fight if anyone does that <laughs> 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 no i'm joking but no yeah if you if you talk shit I'll, we will fight but if yeah, you we will. if you're like respectful about it like you don't like something that i said because of this because you don't ap- appreciate it then grand but if you're like oh will you fuck off with this blah blah, blah. no that's that's when there's a problem <laughs> that's just that's just when you just don't like me like you know it's not like you didn't like or what or what someone said you just don't like me and you're just trying to think of something like to just be like oh shut the fuck up like exactly. that's that's when you know someone just doesn't like you and that's when you're doing well exactly so. have you have you ever used yolo uh use yolo yeah the anonymous um thing where people can send you messages oh no i used the like the not gonna lie one though is it also anonymous it's anonymous but what's bad about it is that like half them are made up oh. like do you know the way like you put the thing up on your story mm-hmm. last like 24 hours obviously mm-hmm. and then when it's taken down there's still new messages coming in so mm-hmm. there's just like you can see the way like they're so well grammatically done that they're not written by if someone from Kildare, like. oh so like someone one of them was like um uh one of them was like what's your pet's name but it was like it was like um what with the actual thing and the s and it was like what's your pet name and like the question mark and everyone was done real probably you could, you could tell someone hadn't just like written it i don't know but it, anyway it was done after the thing the so thing it just came. felt like this can't be real well i knew it wasn't real because it came that it came up after the 24 hours so the story oh, okay. so there was like unless unless you hacked my phone you couldn't yeah. have actually sent a message so okay but would you have people talking shit on that no, I only did it a few weeks ago. People don't really talk shit anymore. Like the most, the most shite talk came at the start of it, like the first six or seven weeks of it, and then mm-hmm. people kind of just leave you alone after that. Like, but, do you uh, think it's people not believing in your potential, or do you think it's people being jealous of what you're capable of doing? It's like probably the, both. Yeah. Yeah. Say both, because like we don't like to see anyone doing well. Like it's it's a thing I always say about the Irish. Like the Irish like you until you're kind of doing as good as them and then when you kind of start doing better than them and they're looking up at you like they're they do kind of get a bit salty sometimes um but i think people yeah people probably didn't believe me and they're probably like, like it's fair enough like um because i think at the start i was very like shy and a bit like if i listen back to the first few episodes i was very like kind of a lot of a's and like mm-hmm. i was very like nervous and mm-hmm. so that's probably where that comes Which from which is natural yeah it is it's it's yeah. nervy like what were you like for the first episode were you kind of nervous as well um first episode i was with sisha and I don't know we had the same experiences in school similar so wasn't really but as i like continued i was like i would more regret things that i've said and want to delete a whole episode yeah and yeah. that's where i have the most um self-control in is not deleting an episode because yeah. that's like it's like okay now you have to rearrange the whole thing it has to go to from number one you're moving three now it's like you have to name them again it's too much work and it's not authentic it's taken away from the whole purpose that i did this so i don't think i was very nervous because i've also done youtube before i've spoken on my instagram like i would make videos almost every day at some point in 2020 and i've done the cringiest things ever i've posted on i post on snapchat 
till today, every single day on my main story. So having a podcast was just a piece of cake for me. Like it was, it was literally nothing. It's only when I realized that unlike the other apps where I could edit everything that I said, this one I can't. And no, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's a different animal, yeah. It is scary. Yeah. But like fair play for the YouTube. Like that that YouTube I think is a kind of scarier level than that because people are looking at your face the whole time and just feel like um like some for some people like a podcast might be harder or like might be more difficult to do. But I think yeah. YouTube always took a lot more like balls for me to do. Yeah, at it least is. like you're hiding behind like a screen. No one can actually see your face. Like, That's why I love my podcast. It's yeah. because it's so like you just hear my voice. And so you can't like have you have a perception of the things that I say rather than who I am looking like and the things that I say and to me that's that's different and I don't know I just wanted to bring something new to 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 my platforms I guess um have you ever thought about like going to a studio and like having it recorded like actual video um no, we recorded a few times, like a few, but like obviously it was shy. We just recorded with a phone, like yeah. like lying against the book. So like it wasn't like proper high tech or anything. But yeah, no, I would like that. Like that is kind of like, I kind of get a buzz off, like just like seeing like a studio and stuff. Like mm. it, that would be cool, I think. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's a motivation to get there. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, that probably is. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, You have a decent enough studio. I must say it's like even looking at the mic and all the stuff. I think I have a similar thing to what you have, the kind of boom arm thing. Like This is this... my dad's. So this is my dad's workspace. Okay. So he like set up all of this. I would have helped him set it up, but like this is his aesthetic. It's nice. I like it. Yeah. yeah. That that's probably what keeps the heat in. Actually, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, this this and then we had like a a heater, but this is definitely the biggest. Please explain to them what this is because they don't know what we're it's, saying. It's is it styrofoam? No, sorry, styrofoam is the stuff that you pop. Is it? No, that's not. No, no that's bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Sorry. This I, might be styrofoam then. Maybe it's styrofoam inside it. It's like the shiny shit. Do you know the stuff that? If you know, you know. If yeah, you know, if you know, just you know. forget about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> just come to the studio yourself. <laughs> exactly. Um. Uh. So, what would you say Irish culture is growing up? Like the drinking, the smoking, like um, what? Like not even that. Like just country life. Like what? Actually, maybe I should ask you a specific question. This is so broad. I feel like you won't know where to start. <laughs> but oh damn, the fields. I've never experienced like, I mean, I have towards the end, but like, it wasn't like what you guys did when you were like 14, 13, 14, drinking for the first time. Like, what was that like? I actually didn't drink till I was very late now, but I like, I wouldn't fall into the like the bracket of like normal people from the country. Like just when they started, like probably started drinking like after the junior or maybe like that kind of time, like 14, mm-hmm. 15, 16, maybe. But I didn't, I think the first drink I actually took, I was like 17, which is very weird. No very weird from someone from Ireland, never mind the country. Like most people I know started when they were 15. Why did you take so long? I don't know. I was probably scared of my parents, like to be honest. Your just, parents drinks? They are, yeah, with stuff like that. Like my mom used to be a teacher and uh, my dad is just generally angry. So like, they, <laughs> they, uh, I'd be just, I'd be just terrified. Like, and I remember even when I was 17, like I think, I think I turned 17, it was like December, I turned 17 in, mm-hmm. in uh, September and um, I was like drinking like a, a can of Coors or something. I remember there was this big like adrenaline rush went to my head, it was like kind of a, a fear rush more yeah. than adrenaline, I was like Jesus, like what if my mom was outside the window looking in like <laughs> in case she fucking sees me. Wait, were you in your house? No, I was in someone else's house. But um, you thought she would be outside the window. I, I was just that, like that sounds so stupid to a normal person, but I was just paranoid like so. <laughs> no, that, that makes sense, that yeah. makes sense. Anyone coming from a strict 
environment i i know i did so yeah i can i can imagine that fear yeah it, it is it's fucking scary like <laughs> that sounds different from most um irish people that i know though so like i know their parents could have been strict like being like oh don't drink this much or don't drink this type of alcohol but you can drink this and you can drink at home or something like that so would you say your parents would did they drink actually my yeah my dad would drink but now my mom wouldn't drink a whole but like my like he'd watch the do you know the late late show no it's in our yeah you, you're not missing out to be honest um is it an irish thing? it's an irish show it's on friday night you, okay you're not really as i say you're not missing out but he he would like have a a few bottles of corona or he'd have a few drink, like friday saturday sunday he'd usually have a few cans he wouldn't drink fucking mad like he'd never yeah. get like properly pissed mm. but, like their family as i said before they'd be kind of very like liberal a bit more kind of loose and stuff and yeah. a bit more fun and my my family like my mom's side is you're kind of thinking of like the proper agricultural side mm. they just would like she'd drink a glass of wine and she'd like nearly have to punish herself after that she'd be like no no i'm staying at that she'd like like even like my uncles and stuff i remember i got like i didn't get drunk but even if you'd be kind of like you'd be drinking a can you'd be kind of falling around the place mm-hmm. like, they'd be just ashamed of you like really yeah like they wouldn't say it completely but you can kind of tell they're just like looking at you like what the fuck and then my dad's side he'd be like go on fuck to be like parried they'd be complete opposite it's kind of funny like that is so interesting. Yeah. How do you think your um, current personality has formed just from those two two different environments? I think I'm probably more me dad's side of it. Yeah. I'm not like that. Like I would be kind of in a way I'd be like very serious at times. Like that's mm-hmm. probably like my mom's side. Yeah. And then like my dad's side, I would like, I would just like, I he'd always be talking to me about like, like dreams and ambitions and stuff. And mm-hmm. I got that from him. Like yeah. I always think like, Jesus, yeah, wouldn't it be just great to do something different? And he always mm-hmm. says like, but the podcast is i know it took balls to do that like yeah. he said because he understands like he grew up in the country but they mm-hmm. their family would have been probably a bit more you know liberal. I, I, yeah maybe yeah. liberal yeah so like he would he always says like just fair play to you like because he probably knows how it did take a bit of balls to do it especially yeah. like you're in the country and lads are going to be slagging you so he probably understood that like but, um yeah no i love my family yeah it's, i think I, I ended up in a good decent mix of it like yeah do you know that, that does sound decent because it's like eventually you got to think for yourself yeah. it's like if you, if you had like the same type of parents who are both just the same both strict or both liberal then you would have gone on either side mm. but or then you or you would have rebelled but then you're just like okay well i have these two different ones which one am i leaning more towards personally like which one do you want to grow into and then that's what you chose yeah that's cool um what about like oh did you start vaping early never i vaped twice in my life no way. Twice, like, like two, like, drags out of a vape. I feel I, like you're very disciplined. I am disciplined. Yeah, you yeah. sound very disciplined. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, like... I'm a bit boring, yeah. <laughs> Did you, like, always go to our school? Yeah, I went to your, yeah. So you always went to our school. You knew how everyone around you was. And you still chose, nah, I'm not drinking until I turn this age and I'm not vaping, even though everyone is vaping. Yeah, it was probably hard to do. It was very hard, like, I, like... The worst year I had in school was in TY, and it was very tough. Like, I remember, like, Friday and Saturday nights, and I would see everyone out. Like, you'd see it, you know yourself, like, you'd see it out in yeah. people's stories and whatever, mm-hmm. they'd be out getting pissed or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I just remember the feeling of just being at home, and I was just thinking, like, you're the only one who's at home. Like, and you're Were you like, not allowed to go? Not really, but I didn't have many friends in TY. Mm-hmm. This is probably so I don't talk because I know my parents to be listening to, like, some of the episodes, and I'm like, I don't really want them hearing about this, but, like, I probably didn't have many friends because like the kind of the friend group I was in kind of broke up like people were gone into fifth year and some yeah. like were in different friend groups and I kind of just like it was just amazing like from September the toughest time I had in school was September to December at TY really? every single day I just like I I know everyone has tough periods in school but yeah. I just I every you know that feeling of like every single day you're like 
just get me out from nine to four I'm just like please let me leave like I just don't want to yeah. be here it was yeah. awful well I can relate because I came in fifth year and everyone says TY is the best time and you missed out because you didn't come in TY or before TY and it's true like I came in fifth year when everyone as people say people have already established their friendships they've established their cliques so it's just like kind of moving around and also the type of person I am I can be friends with anyone so I can talk to anyone yeah. but I realized quickly enough that people aren't as welcoming as maybe they think they are <laughs> they might think they are but like they will like talk to you and keep you at an arm's length do you think yeah oh yeah well that's what I experienced and I already knew I was told before we came because we, we moved from Kenya and the person who was like uh, recruiting my dad or whatever he was like Irish culture like expect this they're not as welcoming like they need to be sure that you're gonna be here for a long time before they can like establish any type of bond with you like even my mom says it's just like in our house for example someone comes in we welcome them in but you could go to an Irish person's house and they will keep you at the door <laughs> they know damn well that it's cold and they'll keep you at the door until they're close enough with you to let you in so yeah even in friendships it's like that I think it's an unconscious social thing but if you're not from there they don't know you that well or like no one in that friend group has like invited you in mm. you're not in you're just going to be friends because they know you rather than oh let's go out. so like i would miss a lot of going like people were still doing the field uh parties and stuff on fridays and stuff house parties never went to any of those it's literally only like sixth year when friends i'd been with with the whole year finally been like oh okay we can be friends now like jesus but yeah. we've been friends this whole time but I don't know. I feel like maybe they also might feel like, well, if you're friends with someone, be in one specific group rather than talk to everyone. Maybe it didn't seem authentic to them to like have so many different friends. Yeah, that that that, that is the thing because I think really social people actually struggle more in school because like especially in like Irish schools because mm -hmm. like I would have probably been like similar. Like I wouldn't have talked to everyone. Like I would have plenty of people didn't like me but like I would have had like I would have talked to a few I would have kind of bounced around and talked to different groups but like mm -hmm. they wouldn't have like seen me as in their group they would have mm -hmm. kind of just said like look we talked to him the other time yeah. we see him in class yeah but there's like big as you know like there's a big difference between sitting beside someone in class and going out with them on a Friday night like that's kind of where like yeah. that's who your actual friends are well that's what enough. it is in Irish culture that really yeah exactly. shook me I was so confused because I know everywhere else I've been um, well, I'm African, so like in all the other African countries I've been to, if you're friends with someone and you're sitting them in, with with them in class, you've established a bond, and that yeah. bond leads to friendship. Whereas here, how I see it is, is like if we're in class, then we're classmates. Like let's categorize this. We're in class, we're classmates. We see each other at break, but we're not in the same table. Then we're just breakmates, as in we're in the same room. <laughs> but when we're going out, there's this group. I'm just like what is going on but yeah. yeah there was just a big a big culture of it's a divided culture it is very divided like there is there is the clicks of it like there's yeah. a lot of clicks yeah it's not just one big family as everyone that goes on about like oh the irish will welcome you they don't always that's a big fucking lie yeah the people have to understand when they come to ireland like we're not as welcoming as people think like the americans are actually when we went to america mm -hmm. they were actually they were kind of i remember saying to me dad like, these are that's what we're supposed to be like they yeah. were like oh like they see irish people they look light up like, mm. and we're not really like that why I, do you think that's the case though i don't know I, I don't know i'm kind of annoyed like like when i hear people talking about it, it's, it you'd be kind of embarrassed like saying like we're supposed to be this land of a thousand welcomes all this mm. bollocks that people go on about and like we're not really like we are there's a lot of 
I won't say there's a lot of racism like ingrained in the country, but the older generation, I don't think it's like a thing of ignorance. I think it's just kind of the way of just like, maybe they just don't genuinely understand. They're kind of like someone from outside of Ireland. Maybe they, gen I don't think it's a thing that they actually like dislike people. I think yeah. it's just kind of misunderstanding and miseducation because they would have, they would have grown up in a time where the Catholic church just, they were, they were like a dictatorship. Like yeah. they literally just said, right, this is the one way if, mm. if you're gay, you're outlawed. If you're mm. whatever you're out, like they were, it was, that was, I think part, I'm, I, I can't say that's the whole reason. I'm not really sure, but like yeah. that, that didn't help because people were just like, it was a dictatorship. They could then. only see one way, basically. Yeah, so that that is part of it. I wouldn't take. I wouldn't like anyone like who who's anyone who comes into the country. I wouldn't ever take it personal. I think it's mm. just the way the older generation kind of are ingrained. So mm. I don't think it's anything personal against that. Yeah, anyway. I think it uh, seeps into the new generation just very subconsciously. So like yeah. new generation would be like, yeah, we are accepting of everyone, but really they still have a few things that they're not able to quite grasp or understand how that is a thing i don't know i don't know if i'm explaining this correctly i feel like yeah you i get, get I me can, yeah i get you yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah but um and i think i can understand i can understand that like oh I, I wouldn't say oh my god like people are racist and it's because they hate no I, I get it because i come from a very small country which is run by a king which seems like a dictatorship he wouldn't call it that of course from, he wouldn't but from how i see it <laughs> And how the people are seeing it now because there's protests now. They can see it now. And he's been, you can imagine, he's been a ruler for like, I think more than 30 years, if I'm not being mistaken. I don't know the exact number of years. So you can imagine this person's been running your country for 30 plus years. Mm. And so he he definitely has this entitlement. Like, I own like this. So there's like weird rules or understanding. Like even the whole concept of people being gay. A lot of people still haven't accepted it. I mean, really, yeah. I started fully understanding when I came to Ireland. So I would have seemed very ignorant coming here because, sure, I would have been like, yeah, I like gay people, but I would have had a lot of internalized homophobia, mm. you know? And then even with the whole thing of like not accepting like races, that's understandable. Ireland has been a white country, well, a country with white people since forever yeah it has, <laughs> since yeah. forever and it's only like since the 1990s i say that a lot more black people have been coming in so from 1990s up until today you've seen a lot of different types of races coming into the country so i can imagine 1990s the older generation would have been like in their teens in their ad young adult years they would have had no clue that not everyone everyone would have even known that there's other races if, if we're being honest like yeah. and if they did they might have seen them from you know like movies and had like perceptions of them because of the movies and if the movies portrayed them as dirty portrayed them as ghetto portrayed them as whatever that's just how they would have seen it as and i can't blame that because if you don't have an education on something how the hell are you supposed to know yeah it's true yeah whereas your generation our generation has grasped the concept they might not always be welcoming but a lot of them are and then the generation after that is going to be more accepting that's what i think anyways so it just always goes by generation and that's why i'm like looking back i'm just like i i can see i i, I mean swaziland my country is still very um religious a lot of people are still very religious a lot of people still like you have to be straight you have to you know it's just like a lot of people are ignorant yeah and they're only going to be learning now that there's so many there's vast cultures there's different types of people and how we generalize them isn't actually how they are and also with like 
eyelashes, but like there's little internet there. Whereas here, sometimes you have no excuse because you have so much information. Like you, you could type anything and you'll find it. Whereas there, it's still expensive. So you can imagine people in the rural areas, maybe people who are like more privileged can find access to information. People in the more rural areas, where are they gonna get that? They have no clue. And that's why when there's people who are homophobic at home, I'm not gonna be like, I hate them. And I'm not gonna be like, I'm not gonna listen to them. That's the environment that they know. That's So even here with the older generation, I don't wanna experience it. But if I do experience an ignorant older person, I'm gonna be more forgiving just because I get that you're ingrained in your ways. Like I'm not gonna be anyone to be able to change your perception of me or anyone around you. Yeah, and I still, I, I would still never say it's okay. Cause I don't, I think like even anyone is around now, like. I still, I still never think it's okay for someone to be right. Like I, I'd never say like forgiving or anything, but like, oh yeah, you could probably mitigate for a bit to see. But like any, any of this generation, like they should get the head taken off them for it because there's no excuse. You've, you've been educated enough. We've grown up in a country where we've seen people of different races. Like we didn't just like I didn't grow up in a country that was all white. I grew yeah. like obviously there were, like obviously plenty more white people than black people. But like yeah, and I grew I grew I now I probably the thing is in our primary school it was just all white people, all Irish people. Mm -hmm. But like there was there's no excuse. Like I spent six years in Manute. There was mm. plenty of races. There was yeah. plenty of it. And regardless of that, we were still educated on it, and mm -hmm. it wasn't, you know, like we knew about it like we were just educated better than the yeah. last. And we didn't have the Catholic Church telling us that things was wrong and you're Irish and you just you stay away from this and you stay away from this so like we were probably just brought up better i suppose um, definitely which helped definitely i think the teachers the parents did a much better job than like i said my country still has a long way to go yeah. <laughs> has a very long way to go um um anyways what do you think the culture in relation to girls is like in ireland so like I want to like narrow this down. So I remember like in, in school, some girls would have been told, don't wear leggings because you're distracting the male teachers. Or there were times I heard when people would have written exams in like home clothes, but then that was banned because of the male teachers. So what is your, what do you think of that? Or like, what did you grow up knowing about that? Those biases against girls and guys, even if you go into sports? Yeah. The, yeah there, there probably is the thing like this um i suppose when you grow up in the country and it's probably the same at the time and I, I wouldn't know but i think um we, we probably grew up like you know very like stereotypically like the lads play football if you don't play football you're kind of not that like you're a weirdo or anything but like you're kind of just like what do, what else are you going to do because like yeah. there was 20 people in our class sorry 21 we had the biggest class ever in our primary school 21 mm -hmm. people and there was five or six girls. You probably know most of them. They all went to secondary school. Mm -hmm. um, there was 15 lads. So, like, there was 13 of us would play football. And yeah. then the other two kind of just didn't really know. It's like, we still thought, like, it wasn't as if they were outlawed or anything. Mm -hmm. And then the thing about the girls is, I think, they just weren't ever expected. To, I think there was a stereotype. Like, they weren't expected to play football. They weren't expected. They were just expected to do, like, I don't think they ever did knitting or anything, but they were just expected to do, you know yourself. So, the girls stuff just do girls it's stuff yeah girl football stuff. isn't girls stuff and yeah. like you know you might get you might hurt yourself or all this mm -hmm. kind of and i don't think anyone said that but like you know the way like people don't have to say it to you to tell, you, you kind of that's what you like as a kid you don't you no one tells you look girls don't play football but that's mm -hmm. what you see like yeah and like even the stuff like it's probably still here today like you know um just the different things we used to do like you know just the way thing but i i don't think i saw it a whole lot but the thing you said about the what was it about um distracting the male, the teacher. male teachers yeah. Does that that happened in our school did it 
yeah i heard that i heard that it happened in our school so like if if so you know like for pe yeah you would have had to like wear um clothes from home like like tracksuit pants or something yeah but you could you know how you can pl- pl- go to gym with leggings so if girls came in leggings it would have been a problem they would have been told no you can't like you have to wear something else and the, the excuse would have been well the male teachers i can't believe in this day and age that would be, I, I genuinely like i I thought we'd come a bit farther than that, like Jesus Christ. Like, is that not just kind of showing them, showing everyone that they're just complete fucking pervs? Is, is that not, that's what it shows I to know, me. I know, that's like the... Like, what, what, like, you don't, like, it's a pretty big hall, you can look somewhere else, like. <laughs> like it's um, just, it's like, why are you hiring teachers who do that then? Yeah. You know, it's just like... Yeah, like, we were what, what when was that said? Like, we, were, we were still kids, we were in school, like, yeah. 15, 16 year olds, and that that's what, and who, I'd love to know who said that now. I know, it, Jesus it is, Christ. even in other schools in Ireland, there would have been like cases of girls who, I don't know what they were told to do, but they were also like wearing leggings or something like that. And they were told that the teachers, and I'm just like, it just doesn't make sense because you don't hear females teachers saying, oh, the boys shouldn't wear this because we can see like what? Like, what are you doing looking at young boys to begin with? Yeah, well, exactly. That That's exact. That's all that says. Like, yeah. why are you looking at them? Like, why is the culture accepted that older men can look at young girls? And why isn't it changed that if you do do that and you do complain about that, then you are the problem and you should probably be fired because safety of the children rather than safety of the teacher. Because hmm. he's the one who's going to put them in danger. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, that doesn't make sense. But, um, I would like in, in terms of um sports culture i saw it myself like um i came and what is ga ga yeah hurling and gaelic football yeah, yes basically hurling and gaelic football would have been i remember there were like matches for the boys and if there were girls they were going to watch like and the girls football team wasn't like taken seriously and then there was something called ga heads which is for the boys so if you yeah. don't know who's listening ga heads would would be the boys who play football who are... yeah they just they play football they, they play, play football. Football, football or hurling and they just they're the lads who are good at it basically yeah and they were called the guy heads yeah you don't have the guy heads for the girls like if they were there it means that they were with the guys or yeah. something like that like it it has not it had nothing to do with the pride for the girls and you talk about you'd hear the teachers being like oh yeah so there's a match this weekend how are you guys feeling well not this weekend but like this day boys would be given like grace for like leaving school to go play that you never hear of matches for the girls i mean i know i played football but did they take us seriously they didn't i didn't play gaelic football but i played football they didn't take us seriously they didn't take us seriously as the guys and even in the sports selections themselves and the teachers who are there to like help you do that there was just not a wide variety of sports for girls it's just like yeah it's not making sense and i saw you posted um a video of the girls who were talking about like like women's football yeah they couldn't name a player yeah yeah it was, hard to, it was hard to watch and it was, it, i didn't think it was i thought I, I thought it got a bit better than that but like even like my sister like i have three sisters two of them yeah. still play but like i'd always like you'd always just try to encourage them because i know like that it isn't and it still is the same way that the lads are put up here and the girls mm-hmm. they're not it, they're not expected to play like and, mm-hmm. that, and that people say oh geez i wonder why all these girls quit but like they just quit because it's not like a attractive thing for them it's not appreciated it, yeah, yeah like even in our club like i know like the women are kind of uh, um advertised a bit now but like if we have a game or something on a sunday mm-hmm. you'll every you can't get out of the town without hearing or out of the village without hearing about it like. mm. and i don't know was the women always the same as that but um like my the best example of like 
that there's there's no real fucking difference like people can whatever there might be a bit of a difference in skill or speed whatever anyone wants mm-hmm. to say when i was like seven or eight like i used to be uh, my dad was like a selector on the team like kind of one mm-hmm. that like helps out the manager and kind of stuff on one of the camogie senior teams um which is just like hurling for women that's just yeah. i don't know why they call it that's just what it's called and uh they, they were the only example i had because there was no hurling team like inca like adult hurling team from the club i'm from yeah. so they were who i looked up to and i didn't see any difference it was like oh they're women so like i shouldn't look up to them or like yeah. you know they're any less I, did, I just looked at them as like given everything and i just i just i could always just see them like just trying their best and like mm. hitting each other hard and like mm. properly trying to win the ball and just mm-hmm. being like aggressive yeah so that's all i saw to be honest yeah so yeah. so you you could see that they were doing just as good yeah um and i mean i have like friends who would have done it and then would have stopped so like we've got to like 15 six year i would have never heard them speaking about it i would have only heard them speaking about it in history like oh yeah we used to play this i met this person through kamogi but like not like oh we still play and we're still so proud of the team and and if even if there was like and even if we were to talk about skill so naturally if we're talking about biology females and males like strength wise um height wise we're just different like even in terms of what we need because girls have periods they get pregnant blah 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 we are different but that doesn't mean that we're any less skilled obviously if we're playing against men then it's a problem. We're, we're probably not going to like reach our fullest potential. And people could argue against that, but this is me reading it against, like in terms of biology. But then if it's women against women, you can't say that they don't have strength because they have the strength that they have to play against each other. And according to that age group, you're not going to put a girl who's 15 against a 27-year-old 20, woman. It's not going to match up. The woman has, the 27-year-old woman has much more skill because she's practiced more. Mm. And if you put that 15-year-old against a 20 year old guy same thing oh, it's, you know yeah. it's <laughs> but, not gonna be good exactly but if they had trained together or at least done the same types of training even if it's divided by girls and boys you'll see that there's they have the strength they they are capable of doing they have the endurance they have the stamina like they they're good so mm. Mm, that it is an unfair thing that they do that divides yeah, I, th- I think one of the things that, like, kind of makes them, like, even, like, I see in our club, like, that the Camogie team and, like, the fo- if you were to compare, like, the the hurlers, the Camogie team, and then, mm-hmm. like, the footballers and the women's footballers, mm-hmm. there is a skill difference, but the skill difference is because I don't think they're advertised enough and the hype, there's not enough, no much hype. I know, like, you should train anyway, but, like, mm-hmm. I think there's, like, for anyone who plays sport and there's, like, you're on, like, whatever, games on a Sunday and mm-hmm. there's someone talking about it on Friday and there's people who are, like, you've never even heard of before mm. talking about your game mm. that has to up you by 10 percent at least yes, to just definitely. say right i want to win the ball and i want to get i want to get a score i want to stop someone getting yep. a score so like i think from from when you're seven or eight and you hear this all the time you're like look the lads are playing the game and, mm. we're, and the girls are like but well, we're playing a fucking game as well mm. when you hear that i think that has to have an impact on how much skill you have so like people get who give out about saying sure look no one watches the women's because they're not a higher level of skill i think that has to be part of the reason that they're not they're not celebrated enough exactly exactly so, you know you have to you, you can't expect them to be class and not talk about it like you know it has to be advertised a bit exactly. more like that which is a problem motivation is important and mm. if like everyone like we could shout all we want that we wanted to everyone wants attention everyone deserves it everyone i don't even know why attention is seemed as a bad thing like yeah. people deserve to be given credit for what they're capable of doing people deserve to be hyped up they deserve to be given confidence and encouragement because where you're going to get the courage from so like sometimes you'll be like oh yeah i can do this but if no one's like validating you and like letting you know 
from an external perspective that you can do it, you're not going to have the confidence, you're not going to have the skill, and you're not going to have the drive. But if someone tells you, your mom, your dad, your teacher, your friends, and they're all hyping you up and they're all like, you're going to watch the team the same way the girls used to go watch the boys, yeah, you're going to have so much confidence and you're going to be so good at it. So, yeah, that's that's true. That is true. Um, we should we should do better as a country to um, include women more in sports. Um, yeah. Um, hmm. Let me running out of questions. <laughs> do you have anything to say? Jesus, uh, no. Usually, I can never stop thinking of things to say, but. That's what happens when you're the audience. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Guests. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's weird when like there's no pressure and you just kind of have to answer the questions. All right. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I know. I know. You kind of just feel like you're kind of like whatever. If something goes wrong, it's their fault. Like it's kind of nice yeah. feeling. Like you know, I can't blame myself for that anymore. <laughs> yeah, you like you like take the the podcaster in you goes away, the host in you. So it's yeah. just like yeah, now I'm taking my role as a guest. So whatever comes my way. But even when it comes to answering questions, you're just not as quick as if you were the one doing the um, hosting it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. Someone asked about myself. Like I think you're probably the same. Like there's no one like has sat down and like asked you like, oh, what was your life like? It's just it's a weird thing. I'm always asking, but it just feels like I'm after switching roles. Like it's just it's really weird. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, I had a, a I had a I was a guest um, last week for one of my friends, and I had interviewed her before. Hmm good conversation but she asked me oh introduce yourself all i said was pure i could have said so many things i could have said what i do i could have said i have a pot i just said pure and then i just lost everything then she asked me questions and i was like mm, let me think about this and i took forever to think my answers were so anxious and i was just like whoa being a guest is just as important as being a host yeah. like you you obviously we've like made we've like um improved the skill of being hosts because we've done it so much but we haven't like guested as much in other like podcasts so it's kind of hard to think of things to say i kind of find it easier actually because i don't i feel like the thing about the pressure like before i do like an episode i'm so mm -hmm. fucking anxious about it like uh even if you're the one uh hosting yeah if i know oh, but yeah that's that's when i'm anxious like i wasn't that nervous today like like I, I just think i have an a social angle. that's kind of part of the reason actually when you asked me before that's probably part of the reason i did it was like to go out my comfort zone like. okay because it was kind of scary like even like um just talking to someone you never talked to mm -hmm. before like so i yeah this is a lot more easy for me like i don't really have to think like i didn't have much anxiety coming up here i was just kind of like right just start talking that is like. very interesting no i get more anxious when i'm asked questions because when i'm like asking I can like say my own thing and I won't feel pressure because I'm saying whatever's coming to my head. But if I'm asked, then I must think on spot. And yeah, I was yeah. like, kind of like have answers. And I'm like, I can't find the answers anyway in my brain. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, oh shit, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, I have social anxiety as well. But see like how we're talking now, it's fine. If I found you in a group with your friends, trust me, I would have just kept walking, not said anything. I just there's something about being overpowered by people the moment i feel like i'm overpowered i can't can't say anything can't function as well get too awkward think too much yeah kind of freeze and that's the thing and it kind of it, it, it like does it annoy you like because i know it annoys me and you're like people are thinking like if people know you like you have a podcast i'm not sure like if, how many people know there's probably not many people know but, but like if people like know if i have a podcast mm -hmm. and they're kind of like 
he's really quiet like what he's is he kind of just fake now that he can't he can only talk to people when he's getting listens out of it like that was like something that someone said it to me once and he was really? kind of he was now he said it like jokingly like he said it no i don't trust people who say things as a joke they mean it <laughs> yeah That's what oh I yeah no oh, they, they mean it yeah they just have to laugh so you don't hit them around like that yeah <laughs> that's definitely part of it yeah um i yeah what do you think of jokes like that like i i don't like jokes like that i think if you want to say something to me say it but say it gently but like if you're joking maybe it's because i just can't take jokes i just think you're saying something else like this mm, like you might be laughing and everything but it just sounds too mm, it's too personal it's, to be just to be a joke yeah, yeah. Exactly. but that's yeah I, I i kind of like just always like i think most like I, I always just kind of got on like with anything that if anyone tried to make a joke like once they laughed after it, i was kind of like fair enough but like if they were just like you could like if they said it with a straight face and they were kind of like half angry like it as if it was like angering them a bit mm. i was like oh shit, i'm kind of scared now like but if it was if they made it if they made an effort to laugh at the end i kind of always felt like right okay not too bad at least they at least they say they mean it as a joke so i'm some way say it. but yeah like as as an irish guy you kind of have to just just pretend stuff doesn't offend you sometimes and just you like, have a tough well <laughs> maybe but like you don't want like i never wanted to be one of these people who kind of like take things too serious yeah take things too serious like I, I say like i am a serious person and like try to be like disciplined and stuff but like if someone's like makes an effort to make a joke about me mm. i'm like for look in fairness at least you're trying to be funny and you're not mm. being like you're actually trying to be interested and trying to make someone laugh like if mm. so if you're trying to make someone laugh at my expense like fair enough at least someone fucking laughed I don't care that much. I know. I know. That's, I like your perspective. <laughs> yeah, I know it's tough. It's not easy when people are laughing at you. Like it's not. It's not always nice. But no, I, 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 I love that because, yeah, I always like people would make jokes. Like just growing up, people would make jokes, and I feel like that doesn't sound like a joke. I or rather, I didn't even know what joke sounded like. So to mm. me, anything that was said, even if you were smiling, if it was directly at me, and especially with other people around you. That just didn't seem but if you like joke to me just the two of us and we laugh that's different for me to me it seems like yeah you you are joking like even if it's serious you're just talking to me when there's other people that you are laughing at me with it doesn't seem genuine to me it seems like you're trying to get the attention of those other people to mm. make you feel better so it's like i mean i i probably do it too like i'm not trying to say that i'm a saint or anything like i definitely probably done it to a lot of people um without realizing but i was making jokes when there's other people even though that's how things work like i can't control the situation or like, yeah. the scenario it's just i i've i've just found it hard to deal with that um but yeah fuck what were we saying about people making jokes oh sorry someone making jokes about you yeah but then before that we were talking about social anxiety i don't know how we got from that to that's that's the beauty that's, of the podcast it just keeps evolving yeah into something that doesn't make sense <laughs> um what would you say dating in ireland is like what's the dating pool like for you uh i'm on tinder now uh how's tinder it's harmless enough, well, tinder's right? a bitch it is a bitch <laughs> tinder is a bitch it's uh, yeah like trying to find someone in ireland is like kind of tough like i suppose i probably wasn't really arse looking mm -hmm. uh, after a while um yeah i don't know Tim. what would you say it's like um from um real life perspective and a tinder perspective real life yeah it's probably yeah tinder is probably like 
it's just a real weird. I just don't like it as an app. Like, I feel like most people, like, it's not really fucking genuine. Like, you're literally just looking at someone's face and you're, mm -hmm. like, you're making a judgment within, like, four or five pictures if you mm -hmm. like them or not. Like, it's, it's, it, it is a fairly, like, fake fucking app. And mm -hmm. it is, like, just the tens go with the tens. And, mm -hmm. like, it, that's, it's in a way. In real life, it's a bit more kind of, like, genuine. People actually, mm -hmm. like, know each other, like, you know, know what they're like. And they're not yeah. just, like, um, you know, just picking them from a picture. Yeah, which is stupid. Like, and people say, "Oh no, I can see their like what they like doing," but like, did you really look? You at don't that? really see that because yeah. I mean, like, so like, say I would have been on Tinder a lot of times, and then I see people from school, and I'm just like, ugh. That gets cringy. I I, I have to I've deleted it so many times just because I was like, oh Jesus. Yeah, just, just and it's like there. you can't like, what can't you do? You can't be free in your like description. So if I didn't know anyone, I would probably say exactly what I want in a person. I'd be like, oh my God, I want to go on picnics. I want to like read books. Like I would like, I want a relationship. I want someone to take me seriously. The moment you know that these people you know, it seems like it's like an advertisement at that point. It's like me just going on Snapchat and being like, guys, so I'm taking relationship um, applications. You got to be like, like, you don't want. <laughs> and then because we're like trying to seem cool because of our age, we don't want to like show people our vulnerable side and wanting a relationship can be vulnerable and if people and if you know that people can see it they can screenshot it they can send it to their friends they can laugh at you it's just <clears throat> no tinder i i hear you yeah it's it's not always not yeah i just it's just i think it's just a bit like stupid sometimes it's literally just like i don't know it never worked out for me like it works out for some people who are like good at like chat up lines and shit but like i was never like I'm about. You I don't guess. even have to have to do that. Like I don't even know why those are the expectations. Have you ever had a bunch of Tinder like swipes and then they're just all at the top of your account because no one's saying anything? Oh, would you like? Oh know? yeah, loads of them. Like no, the <laughs> amount of people like girls just do not text first. Like I like text a good few times first. I'm like, I say will say I got about there's like a twenty five percent reply rate. Yeah. No fucking like yeah. I was like, why would you like swipe? Like, if you're not going to say anything. If you're not going to say, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, just delete the app if you're not going to talk it's, to people. Like, it's just weird. Like, <laughs> You know what it's, it feels like? It feels like we're trying to collect a bunch of Instagram followers on Tinder. I swear that's what it is. Because all we're doing is swipe right. Okay, so it's like we're seeking validation from the, from the you matched. That's, that's just that thing of you matched. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. That's probably why I still have it, actually, just to say. Like, it gives you a bit of, like, a comp, like, you, as shallow as it sounds, like, it gives you a bit of a confidence boost. Like, Jesus. It's a, like, it's a dopamine boost. Yeah, because, like, we do still think like that. We're like, Jesus, they're, like, good looking enough. Yeah. They obviously swipe me, so I mustn't be that bad. Yeah. So, like, that is probably why I still, I probably don't even, like, want, like, to actually, like, talk to anyone. I'm probably mm -hmm. just like, Jesus, that's nice. Isn't mm -hmm. that someone actually swiped? Like, and because there's so many options, it's just like, it's an endless swipe, endless. Yeah. But, like, um, there's, like, hinge. Hinge is, like, people can text you before you before you swipe on them and you don't have to like know who they are but you can see their photos so like you like put like prompts and they ask the, the prompts ask you questions and you answer them and then the person can reply to that so the prompt can be like what are you looking for in a first date and then you can like write that just that's just an example i'm not sure if that's that's there and then you can write like your answer so someone who's maybe interested in the same thing can reply to that and then you can continue the conversation from there, making it easier. Yeah. Also on Hinge, you have such a limited amount of people you can swipe on in a day. So you're like now left with 11 people 
who have shown interest in you and have started a conversation. It's not just like it's the start of the conversation because they're interested in you. So you're continuing conversations and whoever you think is serious, you continue with that person. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes you end up on a date. Sometimes you end up fucking whatever it is. Tinder. <laughs> you're just swiping. Yeah, it's a just, heap of shite. Like Hinge sounds a lot better. I've actually, I've heard of Hinge. I didn't know it was like that. That sounds a lot better though. Yeah, I only heard of it recently as well. Yeah, just almost get that. Yeah. <laughs> sounds a lot better. That sounds a lot better though. It like, is a Tinder's lot Tinder's just a joke of an app. Like it's, I feel like it's just because everyone knows it that they get it. But like, like even Bumble is shite as well. Like, Bumble just makes no sense. Like, yeah. Uh, it's even worse than Tinder if that's yeah. even possible. Do you know what my ick is? And if you do this, you need to re remove it immediately. Don't post pictures with your friends. With your friends? Who are you with supposed to post them with? Let me them? tell you why. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Let me tell you why. So you're a girl, you're swiping on Tinder, and you see a bunch of lads, and you go to the next photo, you see a bunch of lads, go to the next photo, and so it pisses you off because you're like, which one is it? Oh, sorry, yeah. So then you find yourself attracted to the friend, and you realize that isn't even the friend. Yeah. So to save yourselves, post pictures of yourself, and if you don't have photos, start taking them post one of yourself and then uh -uh, you have the rest uh -uh. just have no. the first no the first one is like a portrait and then the next rest no, no 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 well at least you have one so like they know who it is and then like the rest of them they can pick you out like where's wally out with the other pictures no. that's i think that's acceptable. no if you don't wanna okay maybe two pictures with your friends and majority of them of yourself because girls are trying to see different variations of a guy on his own we don't want you dependent on your friends in your photos what are you like if someone swipes on me, they're swiping because they like me. But if I had the first photo with my friend, they probably think, oh, it's a friend. Then they see it's me. Then they're disappointed. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. So you. that's how we see it. It's like, that's why, why, don't, why do you see girls on Tinder? Most of them are on their own, aren't they? Yeah, but girls do more pictures. Like they'd hold, like they do the thing where they put their leg up like uh -huh, that. And they so have, learn like, how to pose. Yeah, but lads, well, lads, lads, lads do not do that. Learn how to pose. <laughs> like, like lads just don't take pictures. It's just a weird. Like, I would never like ask like. Lads in Ireland. Okay, fair enough. Lads okay, in Ireland. Yeah, that was a bit, lads, of, bit of a generalization. No, but, yeah. Well, it's, it's but okay. no, I mean, sorry. Yeah. I said I. It was a bit of a generalization for me. I said the whole like lads in the whole world. But like, I'm assuming somewhere in the world, lads do pose on their own. But like, I feel like the lads I know don't really wouldn't be like, "Mom, take a picture of me." Like, I know. Because I feel like the girls are a bit more kind of like. Oh, take a picture it doesn't like even... for the instagram like we don't we it's not a culture of like lads like to oh put that on the instagram you look great in that like it's just like yeah it's really yeah the right. girls will love you if you see if we see that like it oh, doesn't your arse look great in that like no oh. lads do not say that <laughs> yeah um it's it's funny because i always used to like wonder like people in like ireland have like an instagram everyone they know mm. and no one they don't know and then there was just me with a bunch of people i don't know and a few people that I know on my account. And that was like very interesting to see like, y'all usually I'm generalizing but from what I've seen and not even all of Ireland, just kill there. Cause other parts of Ireland, you see people who are like leaning towards influencer, like, because I guess in Dublin, there'd be a lot more exposure to like different types of people. Um, but like in Kildare, when we're like in secondary, I just see people with like 300 followers and majority of those people they know so when you look at those people the other people that are following them they know like everyone just knows each other mm. um why do you is that still similar to the whole rick i don't know yeah what is it why do you think that's wait so what do you mean like everyone kind of follows each other and is in their little group on instagram kind of thing they... um yeah well not follows each other as in like copying each other more like yeah they just know each other like most i'll say if i went to your personal profile i find everyone i know from school 
Yeah. Yeah, you would, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're all just like, <laughs> I'm not slagging you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you woke up one day, first year. Oh, I know you. Okay. And I know you. Like, let's just all share our Instagrams. That's basically what it is. You know, I can't. I, I would love to lie and say it's not, but that's 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 basically. It's just one big Instagram game. So, it's one family group chat. Yeah, that's literally what it is. <laughs> There's a lot of people on Instagram I don't know. That the amount of people I don't. I've never met in me fucking like. I'm not. I don't even know where they're from. Like on your Instagram, amount of people. That's yeah. fine though. That's good. No, like it's it's fine. But like I I just you'd always just think one day like when did they follow me? And I was just like. Um, like I see the people up on the top of my list and I was like, I don't even know what country they're from. I don't know anything about I was like, how like, you just John the way you just like ask you questions like mm-hmm. how did how do they know me? And they're like, look, like it's just it, it it's weird, it's a weird concept of like, right, some randomers just followed you there and like you don't know if a clue who they are, they don't know who you are, but yes, they look at all your stories, they look at all your posts, they yeah. basically know more about you than probably what you're fucking like some of your friends yeah. know. I was like, I don't know, it just doesn't it's weird. It just like, doesn't sit well with you. Yeah, oh shit, I thought I broke though. Nah, it's fine. So, would you say, hmm, so would you say, like, it gives you anxiety, sort of, like, to, like, follow people you don't know or them following you? Probably not anxiety, but, yeah, like, I get what you mean, yeah, it probably is, like, just, it's a bit, it's a bit odd, like, you're kind of, like, there's some people I just don't want looking at my page, like, especially if, like, the way you see, like, your, some of your family members on Instagram, mm-hmm. like, I, I just No, wouldn't... barely, yeah. My, yeah. my mom only, like, kept asking she kept insisting that she be like on my instagram and i'm like mom you don't you don't want that you don't like the things i post like yeah. why do you want to follow me but now i'm just like and then like for a while i just didn't post the things i wanted to post because i was like my mom's following me but now i'm just like here i'm an adult like leave me alone if you don't like it just leave me just leave the instagram but yeah what are you saying uh, uh Sorry i was saying no you're no it was a good point i can't remember yeah, family members. Um, like you wouldn't want some people seeing your account. Yeah, and I'm lucky that my mom hates Instagram with a burning passion, so she would oh never gosh. go anywhere near. My dad is the same. Like, well, to be fair, I don't need to know how to use it, even if they do yeah. want it. And like my sisters and stuff, I just wouldn't like let them follow me. Like, I just, I it's I don't know why. I just kind of I I just think I'm kind of like private. There's just, a certain life. There's a certain part of your life that you don't like your family seeing or certain friends because it's just that part of your life mm. and then there's other parts of your life that you're like fine with them um seeing so i i hear that yeah they, yeah they all follow the podcast account um like really yeah well like my sister my two sisters do like two of them are like of the instagram age like they're kind of like 14 15 and then like one of them's like 11 or 12 so okay i wouldn't want her following like so well that's more brave than them seeing your account yeah but like it's yeah, but don't you kind of think it's like a different life you show? Like, like you know yourself. Like, I don't. Do you have an Instagram account? You do have an Instagram. Account. No, for the no, obviously you have an Instagram. Account. Do you have an Instagram account for the podcast? No, because it's called Pure Rambles, and my account is Pure Rambles. I was like, they're just in, they're just intertwined. Oh, they merge. Okay, yeah. well that's yeah, that's different. So yeah, well, just I always thought like right, my account down there, it's like don't leave that. But over you there. can't speak about certain things in the podcast then. Yeah, well, I have spoken. There's, there was one thing where I broke down crying in one of the episodes. Remember the really? one? Well, like, you mightn't have seen it, sure. I don't. I was, I'm assuming everyone in the world listens to this. So, like, but uh, there was one of them. Yeah, but I, like, I kind of just hope they don't hear it. Like, that's kind of the way I'd be. Like, I just wouldn't. I maybe don't like talking about it to my family. Maybe mm-hmm. there's stuff like that. I just wouldn't. So, um, but yeah, they do. They do follow it. Like, but my, like, two of me, do my two sisters do listen to it the other time. My my dad had listened to it the other time. So, yeah, they all support. Like, unless I get reported, like like I was saying earlier. Um, with that, would you like find it easy to like 
tell your parents or like your family members about like say mental health no really i wouldn't say it to, no i wouldn't say it to anyone genuinely anyone at all there's there's one person i the one maybe two people i'd say it to but there's one person i'd actually say it to like like full on and I, he wouldn't even be like a best friend of mine i just wouldn't no i wouldn't say it. i wouldn't say it to my family it's just it's just like in my head that i just kind of feel uncomfortable saying it so yeah. I just wouldn't. Why why do you think um mental health is such an uncomfortable topic? I, I don't know. I, I I don't think it's anything like about the masculine thing because I don't ever try to be like tough or at or like say, Oh yeah, I'm I, I never try to be anything like that. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it's that I, I don't I, I genuinely don't actually know. Um it's kind of annoying that like it is that that's the way it's in my head. It's like no, it's kind of just uncomfortable. And like the second someone says it to me, I'm not. I don't fucking shun them around. Like, yeah. I listen to them. So that's mm-hmm. it's not as if like I have this attitude on it where like I don't. I just push that aside and talk mm-hmm. to someone else because I like the second someone says it, I'm straight yeah, away. I'm listening. It's just for you where you would find it hard. Yeah, I think a lot of people are like that. They're just kind of like they'll they'll li- straight away they'll listen to someone else. Mm-hmm. And then I think they're the people who are kind of like struggle a bit because they're like Jesus. Like I want I want this person to feel like someone's listening to them mm-hmm. like, and. And do you think are. that's why that's the case is that we want to be here for other people, but like we find it hard to let other people be here for us? Yeah, that probably is. Yeah, probably is it. Yeah. But like, why is that if we're able to be there for other people? Why is that like, why do we feel like such a shame? Because it is a, a kind of shame, I guess, if you're like afraid to like tell other people. Is it like, for me personally, it's like shame of weakness. Like, I feel like I'm weak if I like tell someone else but if someone else tells me or if they didn't tell me I'd be like no I wish you did because I would want to be there for you or like why do you think we are so against sharing our own struggles I, I think it kind of comes from like the judgment thing I think like people don't want to be like I don't know about any other country but I know in Ireland like like a lot of like my friends are kind of peripheral friends that I have like they don't want to be judged by people and they just want to like kind of just be safe and just like know that like they're not being judged and they're kind of doing things that people want them to do and like I'd be the same as I'm not going to go on as if I'm some fucking maverick who just mm. does stuff that no one else does and that I'm real cool and stuff like but I think people don't want to be judged deep down like it's like there's a thing like in my family that like and out in the country as well that you're social and you're kind of that a lot of people you get on with people and yeah. you're just like I think like times when I didn't have friends it was it's embarrassing to talk about because mm. I don't want them hearing about anything that I said that I said about that. And anytime I've said it, I just hope they don't hear about it. Is that your parents? Yeah, my parents. Yeah. I don't want them hearing about it because it's embarrassing to me. That mm. that's the most like the way it's done, and I don't know what it's like in the town, but I know in the country that like it's the culture is that you're friends with people and you're a friendly person, you're outgoing and mm-hmm. people like talking to you and that you're not kind of this guy who just like puts his hood up and walks along the road mm-hmm. and it doesn't talk to me. Because that is when you're kind of like outlawed a bit, like oh you are yeah like not like not like you know get out of our village but mm-hmm. like you are kind of like he's a bit odd like yeah that is the way it's you you do kind of have to be social like and so is it like is being social then be, does it become kind of like a mask because deep down you don't want to do this but like you know the implications or the like what's going to happen if you don't talk to people as you're expected to so you put on this mask of oh i'm fine and yeah. just keep walking and people don't assume then or don't like ask about it yeah yeah they probably don't yeah like and i think it, even a, a small thing of like you know the way you see people like like i just go to the college minute i don't know it, 
are you in college or not? But like, no, um, I'm not in college. Oh, you're not in college. <laughs> um, but like even the other way, like you see people sitting on their own doing like assignments and yeah. stuff. I can't. I, the only place I can sit on my own is in the library because I know well everyone else is on their own. Mm. That's the only. I can't sit. Like if you were to ask me, if you were to give me like, so like, well, if you gave me half a million, I would sit on my own for half an hour. But like, yeah. Like if you were to ask me to sit in the student union on my own, do a bit of work, I'd be like, oh no, Jesus, please. Because you know that other people are with other people, so. Is it is it that yeah. you can like kind of experience people's perceptions of you so you think oh they're judging me for being on my own? Yeah, and as well as that, they're not on their own. So like at least yeah. like at least I feel in the library is like you can't the guy sitting beside me isn't gonna judge me because he's on his own as well. Yeah. So there there that is that thing. I think that's probably part of it is like I feel like I have to with people all the time. And yeah. if I'm on my own, it's like you're kind of question like why are you on your own? And like you know, you see other people talking to you, like why why aren't you talking to someone? Like where where's yeah. your friends? Like so that yeah. is that's constantly in my head. Like every time mm. you see me, any time anyone sees me on my own, just know that's what I'm thinking about. Like, that's so funny. All the because time. you're thinking that, and I can bet you everyone else is thinking that. Yeah. That's why everyone's not alone because they're also thinking the same thing. But yeah. it's like, then what are you doing when your friends aren't in school? If you're not in the same school as them, or if they're like not in your lecture. So now it's like, you kind of have this dependence on the people you're with. And if they're not there, then you feel so alone because you avoid being alone all the time. Mm. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Would you ever like, I mean, you're in Maynooth and you grew up in Maynooth. Well, not grew up in Maynooth, but like in the school. Yeah. And you're still in Maynooth. Would you like leave? I'm not judging you staying in Maynooth. I'm just saying like, in terms of like the social things, I think those are very Maynoothy things. Would you leave and go somewhere else? No, because where I grow up, it's all about like community and like we're like 20 minutes away from a new we're in um we're near we're between Kakok and Enfield so we're, mm -hmm. we're kind of sandwiched between two towns but we're yeah. like a little village mm -hmm. and it's like it's all like the identity like we have the GA club we haven't got any we haven't got a shop even like we just have GA club church primary school it's the most and we've pulled up the hill it's literally just like I could never leave the place like I obviously go traveling for a few months but like I'm, I could never go abroad or anything like that because it's just that that's my home like like I cycle down the road like I was cycling down the roads at eight o'clock in yeah. the morning to go to the gym in the J pitch and that's all that matters to me like, even to wave or salute someone going mm -hmm. on the road and people to know that you're on the GA team and that I won an award the other night and not to be not to be fucking well showing done. off no but well I, done I, next time you win an award be louder about it and don't be like not yeah, to well, I'm, be louder about it I, don't apologize I can't <laughs> um, and I, whatever I won that and people like even to have people congratulate you like that's that's all I have. Like that's yeah. what I have. That's that's my identity. It's like people saying, "Look, you're a good hurler, or you're you did well there." Or, you you. It's, that's what that's what gives me energy. Like that's beautiful for me. The, I think that's a beautiful culture, and I yeah. think it's beautiful that you want to stay here because this is your home. These are your people, and this is your life. You know. So the fact that that's what like gives you life to me is amazing. So yeah, I was just asking. Not to be like you should go. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to know. Um, but that's cool. Do you like? Is is it is there easy um, access to transport for you from where you live? There's not really no. There's a bus like two k down the road. It's like at the end of the road, there's because it goes that that's on the main road, which like goes from like Enfield to Hock to Minute. Mm -hmm. So like yeah, you walk. You is walk. Is that the one one five? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So that goes to Cloncurry Cross, which is basically basically giving away my house here, but like. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2k so yeah if you walk 2k down the road you will find where my podcast studio is so yeah um but yeah it's grand yeah but there's not much like there's a train if you walk like 5k down the road but like yeah. there's not a bus outside my house right like anyway. um are the buses do they come late or always they <laughs> never they're always fucking late 
I had to be in work once. I think I think the bus was at bus said it was going to be at twenty five past two, mm-hmm. and I was in work for three. I was like, look, it's a ten minute journey. Surely to God, I'm going to be on time. At least, like at least if it comes at like twenty to, like I'm still mm-hmm. safe. I'll be there at ten to. Comes at uh, two fifty six, and I'm like, oh, I, I text I texted the boss at like ten to. I was just like, look, this isn't going to come on time. I'm sorry, but I'll be five minutes late. Yeah, and it comes at two fifty six, and I was just looking at him like I was like obviously wasn't his fault like he's yeah. you know it's probably traffic but like there's literally never i've never been i've never had a bus that wasn't 20 minutes late in that's Con- so frustrating no one gives a shit about you when you're in the country like people don't say this but like if you're not from dublin or like a city like whatever cork or limerick if you're not from a city no one actually if you're like you think of all the areas out in like galway where like mm. they're proper country like there's not a house for like mm. 10 kilometers and it's literally just fields like yeah literally we're built up enough we have houses we just don't have any shops or anything else like no one gives a shite about you like Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. My friend who lives in the countryside was saying that if you only live in the countryside, you need a car, but I don't recommend it just because it's the countryside. But I love the countryside houses. I just think they're so peaceful, and I I'm not a fan of uh, houses that are built next to each other. I don't know. No, it's, I think it's because growing up, I grew up in Switzerland. Like I said, it's still like it's not a developed country, so like if you if you can build a house you're building a house and the culture there is to build your own house whereas like an island i think because like there's so many people people need to go to work they have to build houses like near each other because just for accessibility purposes but i grew up always like in our own own like house our own yard um unless i went to kenya and lived with my mom and then they had a different set of houses which was similar to here but i love the individuality of a house i mean it can be a bit isolating because especially if you're in the countryside in Ireland. But I just love it. I just think it's so peaceful. It's your own place. You can decorate it how you want. You can build whatever you want, an extension. It's just, that's for me is a home. It's yeah. some one that I can fucking demolish and build up again. <laughs> Not one where I have to wait for the landlord to be like, yep, now you can paint. Or no, just wait for me a couple of months and then, no. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a fan of that. Yeah, yeah. No, it is peaceful. No, I prefer, I, I could never live in the town. I think you yeah. kind of live where you grow up, but like I could never live in the town. God, some of us don't even know what home is. <laughs> At least you know, like, oh, this is my home. This is where I grow up. All I know is just moving from one place to another place. But yeah. I know if there's one place I want to retire, it's in Galway. Galway, yeah. Galway is nice. Galway. It's very peaceful, like. Yeah. 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 The people there are fr- one the p- friendliest place, in my opinion, Galway. Galway. Definitely. It's I. Do would you say the same or where's like your best where's your best place in Ireland? Best place in Ireland. As far as far away from Dublin as possible. I don't <laughs> I don't like Dublin at really? all. Really? Why Typ- not? Typical bogger doesn't like Dublin. Um I don't I don't like it just because like they just they have a thing that's like do you know the way I was talking about earlier, like and you might disagree with this, but like do you know the way the country kind of like socialites like always oh, just talking to people and like mm-hmm. I said about the the opposite, the guy with his hood up mm-hmm. and like that's probably what Dublin would kind of represent me but like obviously like when you're in a city you're not going to be talking to everyone like if you mm. were to say hello to like 10,000 people in the street you just look like an oddball yeah so like their culture like when people move out here to like a cock and Enfield and stuff the Dublin culture like they don't move out to where we are because like we all kind of talk to each other and I feel mm. like some of them probably when you don't grow up talking to people it's kind of weird when they say hello to you I can understand that like, but yeah. I'd always try even if they don't say hello back you'd always say hello to them just to yeah. be because that's what we are that's what we do yeah but even I think if they grow up in towns like there's a culture now in Ireland where like people don't really talk to each other in towns mm. they kind of walk but, and they're it's, like in headphones and airpods yeah and which which to us is like 
not like not to be part i'm not going to hate on someone because they don't because if they wear heavy like that's fair enough but like you could still like just even like just a wave or just like to look at someone just like yeah. go like that and not yeah yeah and literally not you don't like i always say like i always give out about these people who like like you don't have to have a 10 minute conversation with me i literally just just say hello just mm-hmm. to acknowledge look we're from the same place mm-hmm. like i don't i might know you but like just just wave and acknowledge we're both here so yeah. like, that's the one thing we do but i can understand the minute you can't really do that because like it's i feel like your arm would be so like, college town yeah. there's so many like different types of people but like yeah i get if there's people that you do know then it's like it's only like nice to say hi i i don't say hi out of social anxiety because i'm like i have it too i have it. i get <laughs> no i trust me i understand yeah. you i can say hi and you might like not and i'm like i'm not trying to risk that much but like when there's people that i don't know if i'm like walking like say i'm going to the gym or i'm just taking a walk if there's people if there's people i see and we're crossing the same paths Usually you would say hi, but sometimes if again the anxiety gets too much and I'm overthinking, then I'm like nah. Because the thing is when you're like someone that you know, right? You're like, hmm, I know this person. Then you're like walking. Keep in mind you're walking, so you're about to pass them. Should I say hi? No. Okay, let me look up. Wait, but are they looking up? Okay, no, they're not looking up. Okay, like keep walking like you yeah, can see yeah. them. Then look up again. Okay, they haven't seen you yet. Then they see you for a brief second. Then they wave, and by that time you've thought so much, your your wave is delayed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I you're just that. like fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's very awkward, Jack. Because you're looking for you're because it's like a fifty meter kind of stare <laughs> yeah. off. You're like, where am I gonna look? You're just like, <laughs> like it just looks so weird because you're staring at the ground for like ten minutes. You're like, and then you kind of look up at the fucking devil. You're, you're trying to avoid just going like go like that. And you, I mean, they're, they're, that's the one time you do this. It's the one time they're looking at you as well. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, I look like a weirdo. Like, yeah. Like and it always just it never ends up. I've never had one of them when it ended up smoothly. I was like, oh hi, and then you kind of don't you don't know what to say. It's just. Trust me, like I people might see they might see a confident guy like saying hello, but like I am just know anyone walking towards me in my head, I'm like, oh fuck. Like if, if there was anywhere else I could go, I would like literally jump into a bush <laughs> just to avoid you. I'm like, it's so not even because you don't like them, just because of how much you've thought about the whole encounter. Yeah. And yeah. it's such a simple encounter as well. Yeah. But you're just in your head too much. Yeah. No, I yeah. feel that. So I'm always just like, fuck. They're not and then after that whole overthought process, you're like, "Fuck! I hope they didn't think I was rude." Yeah, and it's it's mad. Like I was like, uh, it's like the thing is, they're probably thinking the exact same thing. Like they're not gonna be thinking, "Jeez, she's a right bitch for not saying hello." Yeah. For being like for being awkward, it's like I guarantee they're like literally, like the thing that calms me down a lot sometimes is like people are so nervous about what they do themselves that they probably don't give a shit about you. Like exactly, that's which is a nice kind of thought. They're like, look, yeah. think about like I always just think about like. If I'm doing a Zoom call or something with someone, I was like, think about how anxious they are. Like, mm. Just like, just deflect things onto someone else. Like, not deflect things. It kind of sounds a bit, but like, you know, deflect things on someone else. Like, they're anxious. Well, like, don't think that. I think we kind of have a habit of assuming that everyone else is perfect and everyone else is really confident. Mm. But so, they're like, really just worried about their own shit as well. Mm. Um, someone, uh, I, I listened to something somewhere, and they were like, the way to stop well reduce your anxiety is realize that the other person is anxious as well, and try to make them comfortable. Mm you get less anxious just doing that because now you're not thinking about yourself you're thinking about them and how to make them feel less awkward the way you're feeling awkward and obviously if they're now taking in the same approach it becomes easier for the both of you yeah you kind of just like yeah it's like that with zoom like with anything people just have to come both and if so if someone like is making all the effort then it just then it just ends up like just being pointless but if if both people are coming like halfway you'll find that most people are actually good at talking to people exactly genuinely like exactly guys my siblings just came back from school so we don't know where we last ended 
but we were talking about feeling less awkward by helping someone else mm. feel less awkward yeah yeah and i think that just sums it up what advice would you give someone who's trying to try something new but doesn't know where to start that's a very good question um if someone you're trying to start something new you don't know where to start i think just like to have a plan it's always nice in life to just have a plan like just kind of think and just to try and always like if you're going to do something new just think just think forward just think look is there a way is there a pathway that i can keep doing this the way i'm going to keep enjoying it mm-hmm. always when you're starting something don't like don't start it because they're like just think about something for a few days like i i didn't kind of just think of the podcast idea and then just do it the next day i just put a bit of thought into it and i didn't just jump and just kind of but there is obviously a point as well where you just have to kind of fuck what people think and you just have mm. to go right just jump and if it doesn't work like it's it just takes a bit of courage like and it's yeah. just kind of like what's the worst that can actually happen and like the worst i always i just said i mapped it out look i want to do this it's like what's the worst that can happen is i stop doing it mm. and like if that's the worst thing that can happen like i'm not going to die i'm not putting my my life at risk well i would have hope i would hope i'm not like putting <laughs> there's nothing i'm putting a risk really like I, I can't i have nothing to lose yeah so why wouldn't you do it like the only thing i really have to lose other people's opinions i was like i've spent my whole life caring about what other people think mm. i was like i'm done with it now and that was the time you have to just take a it's with anything because anything you do that's different to other people yeah. people are going to judge you and that's that's just the way life is it's you just have to take a jump kind of thing you just mm. go right i really want to if you set it in your mind that you really want to do it just make a plan and just go right i'm going to do it and i don't care yeah. for other people because if you love it enough it doesn't matter who what anyone else says about it. It's just I'm doing it because I like it doing it, and it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. Yeah. So yeah, that that would be my advice. That's good advice, and even for me, who still does things all the time, still good advice for me because, like, especially the part of planning. Like I'm someone who I'm thinking of something now. Trust and believe I'm doing it now, because mm. there's two parts of me. There's the impulsive one, and then there's the procrastinator. Yeah, that's, so yeah, yeah. like you seem to have a balance of both it's like okay i'm thinking about this and i'm gonna write it down and i'm gonna plan it and then i'm gonna do it for me it's i'm thinking it i'm doing it and i'm thinking 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 yeah, it yeah, and it yeah. just never ends and this is the bunch of thoughts I you, so yeah, yeah. yeah like because when i'm thinking i'm not just thinking i'm thinking oh i want to do it but then I'm like oh what is this person gonna perceive it like oh my god i'm gonna lose this friend blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. and then what else would you say for people who are scared of what their friends will think friends it, and family friends it's very it's very tough because like it, it's kind of hard to get over like when you do care about someone and it's a lot of people most like i would say everyone cares but like whenever i whenever i hear someone say i don't care what people think you, you kind of do like there's no one that's who's something like, we've just been taught to say yeah like oh i don't care what anyone thinks mm. like that's just kind of thing you just you tell yourself but like mm. everyone in some way like mm. you like if you don't care what people think like would you walk around the town like properly like just fully naked like like exactly. even riding on a horse or something like exactly. i know i wouldn't do it so that means in a way you care what people think obviously yeah. i'm not never gonna do that anyway <laughs> but like i would hope um sorry what was the question again just uh what advice would you give someone who cares what people what their friends would think sorry yeah i just know tangent no um yeah I, I just say like just be sure yourself like i think once there's nothing like intrusive coming in like if you actually care about something yourself like like I feel like if someone does something that they're not really sure about what they're doing, like if you do something because someone else thinks you should do it, mm. and then when they start questioning you a bit, you're like, well, do I even want to do this? And yeah. I just, if I think if like the reason I think I've never really gave much of a shite is because I genuinely said myself, like no one else ever put this idea in my head. Mm. It was literally just me, and I think then once you know 100% it's your idea and you really want to do it, I think like you'll always care. Like I still care about people. I'm not just saying I don't care, but like 
it should fade a slight bit like so yeah. you just have to be sure just one thing i'll say just be sure you want to do it like a hundred percent and then after that like things will generally short sort themselves out if you're really because you will gain confidence from doing what you like doing yeah so yeah it, it, but it's tough i know it's it's not easy when people when people are saying stuff about you I, i'm not going to go on as if i don't fucking listen to it it's, it's not mm-hmm. easy like but but that's why i asked you is because i know you have the experience and i'm just like well a lot of people knowing see that that's the thing about people right they will judge you but they will be scared to do the exact same thing that you're doing yeah. and even though they're judging you these are the same people that i want to have confidence because clearly they don't if you, all you're doing is doing what other people are doing but you can't stand alone and you're just talking about people just because they're doing something different it means you also want to do something different but you're too scared to, to take the step so this advice is mainly for the people who hate yeah it, it probably is yeah because exactly like they're not like anyone who's actually doing something meaningful with their life meaningful with their life doesn't have time to like you're not going to see me like hating on someone else's post because i don't have time like yeah because i'm busy trying to do stuff yeah. that i want to do mm. it's like anyone who actually has their life together isn't going to be like isn't going to be on someone else's like tiktok or instagram giving out shit about them because mm. it doesn't make any sense like exactly so it's just not the way if anyone with a proper mind they don't do stuff like that so anyone has their shit together doesn't do it so that's one thing you could say to yourself but i know it's still not easy when people are saying shit like it's, it's never easy like yeah but you take the first step um and then oh hmm forgot what i wanted to say <laughs> <laughs> oh what do you think about cancel culture Oh, I, I hate it like yeah yeah I was saying it on the way I was just I was just talking to one of my mates I was on the way I just like I, I, I kind of like left him at like the traffic lights because he mm-hmm. was going to a lecture and uh I said he was like oh just don't say anything to get you cancelled like I was like oh yeah I like it there was definitely times I could have got cancelled but like yeah it pisses me off like no honestly I say say things that will get you cancelled I try not to as well but like literally a lot of the things that I say to some people to me might not be controversial but to the person who's hearing it, if they feel like it's an attack to them, they'll definitely be like, oh my God, you shouldn't have fucking said it. And every, like, everything that we say is controversial. It's just that yeah. we don't perceive it that way and someone else will. And that's why we're so cautious because like with everything that we've said throughout all of this, we haven't like flowed as freely as we would if we didn't can- care about cancel culture. Well, that's true. Yeah. But we've been like wording our, way, our words in a way to say, oh, I'm not slagging this person, but I'm trying to do this. And I laughed and I was like, I'm not trying to slag Irish people. But, but if I just said it then someone would have been offended and so yeah. we're like constantly watching and wondering and it's like i don't like to be that anxious like I, i want this podcast to be so like free but like i know i live in a society where if i say anything that's taken out of context i'm fucked so yeah that's what i'm asking yeah I, it does it probably it, it doesn't it's not really in my mind that much to be honest it's it's kind of just like um i do try to like make things like free and i don't want to ever like have things like sound manufactured that they're like mm. you're like in your mind the whole time like as you can see like some people some podcasts and some like radio shows where people are like like obviously radio shows like you can't swear but you yeah. know the way you can hear it like everyone swears like every yeah, no. why why is that a thing that oh can i swear in this or like, it's just I... not accept like it's just stupid really? like, it's just no it's like in a radio show oh no jesus well like technically there's like i suppose it, it makes a bit of sense like if that if that's your national radio and there's people okay. effing and blinding blind and i can understand that but like i think there's just like if you think about swear words like like think about like just think of one swear word like just think of anything mm-hmm. like what does that act like like if i think of i was saying this before like you, i think of like bastard that mm-hmm. literally just means child who was born out of like an unmarried couple that literally that, no, means that that's what it means yes. so like how is that that was offensive back when it was bad to 
back when like the Catholic Church or whatever society said, look, you have to marry to get mm. to have a kid. But so, like, now it's just it's just a word. It's just but, the way to but pass. it's still that's what I mean. Like it's back from generations. It's mm. not. It's not like it's not actually offensive. Like yeah, just that we perceive. It's just what society perceives as offensive. Like so, it's funny. God. I don't know. It just makes no society is intriguing to me. Yeah, society's a bitch. Yeah, I love when people ask me, "Can I swear?" And I'm like, "Of course you can swear." Like, it's a weird, yeah. <laughs> Why you swear all you want? Like, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm not in church. I'm not trying to like do a sermon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird. I don't understand why people think they can't swear, but it's like kind of outlawed some places. Like, it's like I'm kind of scared to do it. It's like, why would you be scared? Like, it's just uh, it's just words. Like, obviously, like to an extent, there's some swear words you shouldn't say, but like, nah, fuck that. Say whatever the fuck. Well, if there's like, yeah, like if there's swear words that like actually like. I guess if they're a slur. Well, like if you're to call like the N word a swear, mm. well, which you, yeah, it, it is a swear word. Like it's well, it's. I never does it, of is it, as, it? I never thought of it as a swear word, but I guess if it's offending people, then yeah. it is a swear word. It has a negative like connotation, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, like stuff like that. Look, fair enough. No, yeah. you shouldn't be saying that. But, I guess that's why it's differentiated as a slur rather than a swear word. Yeah. But like, bitch is a swear word. But that's again, that's a female dog. Like that. How is that? You're just calling someone a dog, like. Well, I suppose you're calling someone a dog. I know, but like, no one's ever thinking of a dog. If I if I called you a bitch, I had nothing to do with the dog. Yeah, like, I'm not. I'm not thinking all, of a puppy. Like, yeah, all I'm thinking about is that you're a cunt. A cunt. Yeah, a is, cunt is, is a yeah. Is but, a vagina. Yeah, a vagina. <laughs> but we're not saying it. We're saying you're a dickhead. A dick is like, bro. Dick, like, we're just yeah. gonna continue saying whatever we say is gonna sound like a swear. Yeah, word. you're just naming body parts. Like it's you're not actually naming offensive stuff. Like when you think about it, it's so stupid. Like Do you know in uh, my friend was telling me in Amsterdam, um, like in their language in Dutch, the swear words are diseases. Oh so <laughs> I like I don't remember I think I think she'll say like something like cholera, like but like if you're swearing, it's a disease. All of the swear words stem from diseases. That's interesting. I That's know. a bit like that is a bit more like if someone's turn around to you and say, "Oh, you're a pure cancer," so yeah, exactly that, something like that. That has a bit more like edge to it. But like, if, say, if someone says you're an illegitimate child, it was like, right, fair like enough. okay, you fucking priest. <laughs> like, like, I, don't like really I, care. I already fucking know where I come from. Like, what are you? What, what's that gonna yeah, change? Yeah, but yeah. if you're like cancer, it sounds so like. Yeah, that I, I would that would offend me. You know, I would cry if someone said that to me. Jesus Christ, that do, that one does cut deep. Now, please don't call me a cancer any in my comment sections. Jesus Christ. And this comes to the end of the episode. <laughs> She's about to have a heart attack here beside me. <laughs> nah, nah. Well, thank you for coming to this episode. Um, no, we had fun. It's a good crack. I actually, yeah. That was actually very enjoyable. And I enjoyed that. I must, I must start just hiring myself out to be a guest from now on. That was <laughs> a very good should. crack. I like you that. You should. Yeah, no, this was fun. I was like, when you, just when you came, I was nervous. I was like, fuck, I don't know what to say. Oh, my God. But no, this was good. Yeah. This was good. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you very um, much. Guys, follow his um, podcast account, Balena Kill Buzz. Well, let's spell it again. Nah, nah. They must go back to the beginning of the episode and hear it. Don't make this man work. Look up Balena Kill Buzz on it. Look it up on Spotify. You'll you'll surely just. It sounds like phonetically what it is. Ball, ball in a kill. That's like that's the way. It, ball. Four words, ball in a kill. Doesn't make any sense, but then buzz, so five, technically. That's different words. But if you can just get ball in a kill, get that. It's ball in a kill, but that's the ball, like a ball, like football, in, uh, <laughs> and then kill to obviously murder someone. Okay. If you can get that on Instagram or Spotify, that's it. That's it. Thank you for coming. No bother. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Till next time. Bye.